feel like crap right now. But at least I got music. You feel me? Today is July 12th, today is, today is a Wednesday, 2017, we're doing this recording at Yugi Boy's house, he's doing homework in the other room, um, and I'm here today with Othello, Yo. with an X between the T and the H, yeah, yeah. from Boston, no, just Massachusetts. Massachusetts, yeah, a uh, small city, uh, actually a town, Somerset, only an hour away from Boston. Gotcha. Okay, so let's begin with some... Like, in terms of this interview, I mainly, because of, like, people that might be new to your music or Mm -hmm. people that might have already known your music, I like going through, like, introductory questions, and then from there, going into detail of, like, certain tracks you've done prior to maybe, like, breakout hits that you have or whatever, and mainly focusing on, like, your whole history up until now and in the future, so... And then, of course, I'm going to add, like, miscellaneous questions. Oh, so it's, cool it's a great mix, in my opinion. <laughs> then again, I'm curating these questions myself. But, um, oh yeah, so were you born and raised in Massachusetts? Yes. Okay, yes. and then you went to school there and everything. Have you moved at all? Um, no. Uh, I've always been in Massachusetts. I was, I was born on the Cape, and then I moved closer to, uh, like, Fall River and more urban areas. And that's how I ended up in Somerset. Gotcha. And how old are you? Uh, 19. 19 years old. Gotcha. And then are you going to school currently? Uh, yes. Are you in college? Yeah, sophomore. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so why'd you choose Othello with an X between the T and the H? <laughs> uh, well, actually, I started off, uh, yo, I had like three names. I started off, like, I remember uh, I was like, I used to call myself uh, Scarred Hands. Um, I call myself Yeah, dude <laughs> What? It, it was like And I would do remix Well, I mean I started doing remixes um, On like Indaba Music Which is a website You can um, look up they, They'll do like Annual remix competitions And yeah I was doing remixes Under that name And then uh, When I found out About SoundCloud um, I wanted to Have my name there But I didn't want Like my parents to know mm-hmm. I don't know why But so I put an X there and, um, I, I know it's like, but people started calling me OTX hello. So I kind of went with it and then I was like, you know what? That's kind of stupid. So, uh, I switched it to Othello, mm-hmm. but I still have the X there. Cause I think it was cool. Gotcha. That's dope. And then what year did you like discover SoundCloud and started implementing Othello? Um, I want to say like three years ago mm-hmm. and that was through like Carmack. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would say Carmack definitely. Gotcha. And I'll definitely go into detail, like, your influences and everything, for sure. Um, But speaking of, like, your background in Massachusetts, does your hometown influence your artistry and music? Um, I would say, in that respect, that, like, my hometown, there's not really much to do, so I'm kind of, like, in the house. I mean, there's stuff to do, but um, I don't really do that much, so I'm stuck in the house a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, It kind of inspires me to just, like work but I would say like some there are some places like because it's in the woods and um, sometimes I just go walking like with my family or with my dog and there's some really cool places to just like kind of meditate and yeah I can get inspiration from that cool because like I've been to Massachusetts once I forget what town but it was really close to Boston and like the backyard of the my um, cousin's house was just complete woods and I didn't see any other houses (laughs) pretty crazy um so yeah um were the people who raised you because of course i'm asking this as like ambiguous because i don't know if someone was raised as like a foster child or had parents Mm -hmm. and things like that so i'm keeping it ambiguous um were the people that raised you musically inclined and then what brought you to producing and music in general um well uh i don't know if they were musically inclined i know that my dad um did say like he was in a band when he was young and uh like he tried DJing and like he loved disco music so 
but I don't think he knows how to play an instrument. I know my mom doesn't know how to play an instrument, but um, they listen to music a lot, like all the time. Gotcha. And then, as you're saying, three years ago, you started making beats and producing, right? Um, were you also like implementing your vocals around that same time, like experimenting in that? Um, yeah, I actually was. Um, I wasn't like putting it out on the internet because I knew it sucked, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's always the thing I love to do is just sing because, uh, I don't know. I just like using my own beats and I don't know. I just don't really like when other people sing on it, but I feel like I know how to, how I want it to sound. So. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay, cool. So then, and just to clarify, like, 2014 was exactly when you started making beats and producing or were you like experimenting uh, really early on like with different and, programs uh, I want to say was it 2017 I want to say like late 2013 was when I started like SoundCloud but before that I was still like I picked up GarageBand probably a year before that and that's when I was like doing remixes what was, like, your first remix you made? Yo, do you want to hear it? <laughs> sure, you, you want to play it on here? <laughs> Yo. Did you record fine? <laughs> it, it was EDM, dude. <laughs> it was not. Um, <laughs> it's, it's embarrassing. Hold up. Oh, it's all good. Is this on your... Oh, no, it's on... Oh, it's website. on the website. <laughs> Endowed music. Okay, now I know how to spell it. Because I've not heard that before <laughs> in my life. That's crazy. Yeah, I have some other remixes on here, too. Uh, and is this profile the Scarred one, or is it a different profile? It used to be, yeah, it used to be the Scarred one. Okay. But I changed the name because, like... Yeah, I understand. Um, wow, it's not pulling up. Well, okay, I'll just say that my first... My first remix was, like, it was EDM, like, four on the floor, like, hard synths, like, dubstep. Mm-hmm. Um I thought that was the the cool thing to do because it like you know I used to listen to like uh, I think it's Nicky Romero like David Guetta mm-hmm. um, Hardwell like I was really into EDM mm-hmm. but I mean so I tried to copy that mm-hmm. and then I'm guessing since you said Mr. Carmack was what like change of perspective yeah as soon when I saw Mr. Carmack I was like what the hell I was like yo. Because he, he was, like, his trap songs, and he would have, like, crazy synths and just, like, 808s. And so that's sort of what I was, like, after I heard that, I was, like, wow, EDM is whack. Like, <laughs> but, yeah. So then going off that, since this is actually my next question, um, how would you describe the music you create? Um, Even though I know you experiment with many different facets in terms of what you do. Yeah, uh... Man, that's a hard question. <laughs> Take your time, man. <laughs> um, how to describe it? Um, essentially, uh, like I would say, soul and gospel music with like electronic elements. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's definitely. As I was like talking to Yugi before when I did his interview, there's really no way to like categorize what genre you guys are working on <laughs> right now. Because it's still really new. <laughs> yeah, that's a cool thing. It's really, like, very niche. <laughs> it's like a sub-sub genre. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. Um, so what's the process like for you in creating, like, beats, packs, and tracks? I realized when I just said that, rhymed <laughs> <and then>, uh, <laughs> Yeah, how's that like for you? <laughs> oh, um, it varies. Like, sometimes uh, I'll, ha- I'll just wake up and I'll have an idea in my head. Um other times, I'm just messing around with chords, and if I like it, then... Uh, well, I always start with chords. Um, and then I move on to... Like, making drums is probably the last thing I'll do, but uh, it's usually I have an idea in my head, or sometimes, um, if I know, like, I'm becoming content, I'll just, like, lock myself in my room and just try and make, like, two or three beats a day. And um, they, they'll they suck, but <laughs> at least, like, I'll get my brain going. And, uh, yeah, because I think it's uh, always good to just make everything, even if you don't like it, just uh, make something and whatever idea you have. 
to put it down because you don't know if you'll use it um, some other time in the future. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I think that's how I start. Gotcha. Just making a quantity and then figuring out what the quality ones are after. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good way to respond to that, Dan. <laughs> um, in terms of like going off of that, any unique or strange samples you've utilized on your like tracks and songs? Um, I have one in particular I need to ask because someone <laughs> asked me and I need to know because I'm not entirely <laughs> sure. Uh, but oh, you might answer it right now, to be honest. <laughs> um, strange samples. Uh, not really. Like, everything I have is, like, from uh, the Boy Wonder kit, which, like, I think everyone has that kit. But that was, like, the first hip-hop kit I had. Then um, I know I use a lot for the Medicine kit and uh, the Film Noir kit. Um, but, like, I'll take a sample and I'll just add a, a bunch of effects to it. So it's kind of hard to... Like, I can't really say I use a sample, mm-hmm. because then if somebody says, like, oh, this is how we got a sound, they might not, like, get the same sound because I put so much stuff on it, mm-hmm. kind of. But, like, yeah. And then, in terms of uh, what was your first upload to SoundCloud? Like, when I did research mainly on your, like, public SoundCloud profile, um, it says you uploaded Tears on June 9th, 2015, which was almost, <laughs> well, which was two years ago. So how do you feel about it today also? Uh, well, for, first Tears wasn't even um, my first mm-hmm. song on there. I used to, well, I was a part, when I first started, I got a part uh, of a collective called Bay Wave. And um, it had like Instapendo in it and Goldwater way before like we had like all the followers that we do now. And uh, I think I think it was made by Sheeny. Um, I think he's still on SoundCloud. But that was when I was posting, like, I think it was probably future-based, but, like, mm-hmm. music that was sort of like Wave Racer because I, I loved him as well. And um, my first release was called... Do you, <laughs> it was called Do You Want to Come With Me to Fantasyland? <laughs> That's a long time. <laughs> yeah. Is it a question mark at the yeah, end? Yeah, <laughs> it had a question mark at the end. But, like, I mean, I, I yeah, that was my first release. And then... Um, like, I'd release stuff like that, and then uh, Tears was probably, like, my fourth release. Gotcha. But, yeah, I still keep it up there because that's, that's still one of my favorite songs. following tracks tears trust drop it searching wake up and depression since they're all pretty much blue covers were you focusing on a theme and just like tell me about that experience working on those tracks you don't have to do it individually but as a whole if you want um uh there i don't uh, i don't think no there wasn't a it wasn't a theme um but i will say like the feelings that I was trying to portray, portray for um, trust and depression and tears um, were the same. And uh, the other ones, like Drop It and uh, Searching, um, and what was the other one? Wake Up. Wake Up? Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, yeah, and Wake Up. Okay, so Trust, Wake Up, um, Tears, and Depression were, like, basically had uh, 
uh, well, I was, okay, I made those songs when I was, like, really down, mm-hmm. and the other two uh, were just, like, for fun, um, but <clears throat> those songs, okay, so those tracks in particular, um, I was feeling, I was feeling really depressed, so I made those, I mean, that's probably why they came out, like, kind of, they have, um, chords are like dissonant and like really dismal and dark uh some of them might be like like tears was a little bit more happy but they still had that sort of like depressive feeling Mm -hmm. um yeah that's basically the theme i think Mm -hmm. and were those songs made around the same time or at the same time or like as you progressively were just making stuff um uh, yeah it was just progressive Mm -hmm. um yeah okay and then what do you believe was your breakout hit that garnered attention to your music and I, i put examples smile and depression but i'm not entirely sure from your perspective what were the ones that made everyone more aware of you i want to say um wow that's hard I don't know, actually. Uh, That's totally fun. (laughs) I would say, because I would say I really liked Trust a lot. Um, I don't know if that, like, contributed to um, more followers, but I feel like that was a track that I was most proud of because, um, like, I felt like it really came from the heart. Posting that song was basically about like me worrying about getting plays and um, feeling wanted like from the SoundCloud community and like just looking at stats and so like I don't know yeah that's that's all, I think that's all I can say about that mm-hmm. cool and then I got this question from my cousin since he's listened to your music too <laughs> this in regards to depression did you sample reading Rainbow? <laughs> Reading Rainbow? No. Okay. Like, I don't know why he I have, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking I for him. Hear it.
Next up, uh, what led to your involvement with Fet Records? Because you got you just, like released a song Turbo, and I'm unsure, at least from my research, if you released anything before that. Uh, so yeah, Fet. Um, I remember uh, Yugi. Um, like initially when he hit me up, he was like, "Yo, there's a collective called Fet," and um, I think he was like, "Yeah, they really uh, want you to be a part of their roster." Um, and if you want to join, just let me know and I'll, I'll get in touch with Robert or something. And um, so at first I was like, nah, but then Robert hit me up um, asking for a release. And then that's when I did Turbo. That's how it started with the release Turbo, and then I did another release, which was a remix um, for I think it was Raven Lene mm-hmm. and um, More Night and J Rob also hopped on that too. It was like just a, a little EP remix. Gotcha. That's dope. Yeah, I've lost track of how many people are part of that. To be honest, <laughs> there seems to be a lot more than I thought, especially since. Every time I feel like I interview someone, someone like that person I've interviewed must have been a part of it at some point. <laughs> so it's really funny. Um, so yeah, from what I could find initially, I see you've mainly collaborated with The Count and Yugi Boy, also Little Dork. Um, can you describe these collaborations and how they came into fruition? It was basically like, uh, it was basically, it started off like, yo, I like your music and you like mine like let's like make something i guess um but like i know with i know with yugi we always wanted to do something and it didn't really work out at first Mm -hmm. and then like we found well i sent the demo in for hot up in the six and he really liked it and then he did his thing and then like our for our latest remix no not remix for our latest release um with childish Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, I forget how that, I forget how that happened. We wanted, huh? <laughs> I know because I we knocked that out in like three days, mm-hmm. and I I remember I was in school, and then I think it was like a, I I think I sent over the idea, and then he came up with like the theme for the song, which was like childish and the lyrics and everything, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, we knocked that out in like three days. That was like that. That was the most fun. I have to say that was the most fun I've ever had. Like making a song, um, and then like with the count, and I collaborated with. Let's see, I've collaborated with the count, um, Kevin, who's my homie. Um, uh, who else? Um, James. James Gent, who I think he changed his name, <laughs> and then um, James Gent. <laughs> yeah, I know there's more, but I just I can't remember. Yeah, that was my next question. Like, because I, 
was just trying to go through your profile mainly, and then oh, okay. I searched up, and I was unsure. So that's why I was wanting to see if like what other previous collaborations you've had before. Next question. We might go back to collabs at some point. I'm pretty sure because like <laughs> these questions will probably correlate. Um, what inspired you to make Hold On? Since that was one of my probably my favorite one of yours, to be honest. Hey. <laughs> um. Well, yo. Uh, Yugi Boy sent me over. Well, he was sending me like uh, a bunch of gospel songs that I have, like old gospel songs that I never heard before, and um, he sent me over that um, that song that was which was actually sampled in um, I think it was a Drake song, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, he sent me that, and then like I just remixed it for him, and I sent it over, and then he liked it, and then like I sat on it for a month. And then I decided to release it just because, I don't know. But, yeah, it's I'm, it's really simple, like, how I made it. Because um, the melody basically goes along with the sample. So I just, like, had drums and 808 and uh, layered a bunch of synths, and that was it. specifically even though I, I could all day just like ask you about each individual song but that would take like three hours <laughs> at least um okay cool and then in terms of another question that i like asking that i did not include in my notepad <laughs> um what do you think was the most challenging track or song or collab that you've worked on and why i would say the most challenging song that I've worked on. Um, I would say Move You was challenging. Um, Not like technically challenging, but uh, emotionally because uh, like I love gospel music, so I wanted to experiment with like gospel chords and sort of have that live instrumental element and I didn't really think people would like it. Um, and so I just basically released it. Oh, that, okay, that song and Melodies from Heaven. Hmm. Um, because that's sort of the direction I want to go with my music. And so it was challenging for me to, like, just uh, just to put it out there. Because, like, I'm, for me, I'm always worried about, like, what people think about me. And, you know, if they'll accept me, which is kind of stupid, <laughs> like I was like, I have to get to a point where, um, like for those two songs, I had to get to a point where it's like, you know what? I don't even give a crap. Like, I'm just going to put it out there. And so that, in that respect, I was, yeah, it was challenging. Melodies from Melodies from heaven. Rain down, 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 rain
Definitely growing as an artist, that's good though. In terms of like just putting it out there and just letting letting it go out in the wild and seeing what everyone says and just taking that feedback and improving on it. Yeah. True, that's true. I mean that's what music is, it's a little progression. Yeah. Um okay, cool. That was the first time someone said emotionally. <laughs> so that's pretty awesome. Um okay, so since we're in the Bay Area hey. uh right now. After your recent performance in Santa Cruz for Lucid Monday, how comfortable are you with being on stage? And then the next question, where would you love to perform at in the future? Okay. Because um, this was your second performance, yeah. like, ever? Or, uh, like, well, as for, Othello? <laughs> yeah, as Othello, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, That's crazy. <laughs> uh... uh I know, I know that I'll always be nervous because, like, for a show, and I think that's normal for everybody, I felt pretty comfortable, like, as soon as the music starts playing, I don't know, I don't feel, I, sometimes I don't feel as comfortable, mm-hmm. but, like, after this show, like, yeah, it's a little bit of a confidence booster, but I just have to keep that in mind whenever I get nervous for the coming shows, mm-hmm. and, um, what was the other question? Uh, what, like, future venue would you like to play in the future that you would love to play at? Yo, um, future venue. Honestly, Asin Square Garden. <laughs> Yo, if I can, like, yeah, that would be lit. Why specifically there? Cause have, you, like, have you been to New York before? Um, only once. Okay. Um, but I know, just like the history in there, like, Muhammad Ali, like, the New York Knicks, it's like <laughs> I would just love to perform there, yeah. If the opportunity arises, it could happen, man. You're on that team. Shoot. Um, speaking of like crazy things, what's been the most surreal experience for you ever since you started making music? Um, and I could let you take as much time as you need to think about this. Most surreal experience. Being able, like, okay, like, this is a great example. Like, me being here, like, meeting Yugi Boy, like, because honestly, like, oh, I was such a, I am a big fan of his music. <laughs> like, just being in his house, being in San Francisco, and people, um, like, wanting to book, book me for a show, like, I feel like that's the most surreal experience. Because I never really thought, like, it could get to this. That's awesome. <laughs> and then just as a background like question uh, how far in advance was this planned like coming here and everything oh this was like we had planned this okay so we had the idea like a year ago like Damn. that we were going to meet up and then we started thinking about it seriously probably like three or four months ago when I was yeah when I was like in the middle of spring semester and how do you feel about being Experiencing the barrier the first time. This is the first time, right? Yeah. I like it. I really do. How like, this is my you? first time in the West Coast, too. Oh, damn. That's uh, Well, unless you consider Texas the West Coast. I don't know. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely <laughs> secondly not. Or, like, yeah, South. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, I like it. You need to experience L.A. next. Yeah. <laughs> that, I'm sure that's down the road. Like, maybe within the next year. Maybe even sooner, to be honest. Yeah, LA, man. Yeah, that's that's something. That's another world there too. Um, what are your like influences, either old or new, that are musically inclined or involved in the industry? Um, 
Mr. Carmack's one. You want to go in detail on that and then like tell me more? Uh, Mr. Carmack, yeah, definitely. I feel like he's like the godfather of SoundCloud. <laughs> he's like, but I mean, so I have to put that down. But um, yeah, like I love how he's so versatile and he, he, he like he can have chill tracks and then he has tracks that just go hard. And um, yeah, that's something that I want to be able to do. And uh, definitely Kirk Franklin is a big inspiration. Uh, he's like, uh, he's a gospel artist. He's a pastor. And man, just like his life and his story is really inspiring. And um, his music just like capitalizes on that. And yeah, I mean, I love every single thing. And God's, um, I think there's, um, he has like a group called God's Prosperity, I think it's called. Um, don't take my word for it, but like, yeah, that goes hard as well. Um, Kirk Franklin, um, my new, another new inspiration is Chance the Rapper, mm-hmm. um, because he does gospel as well. Yeah. And Lauren Hill. Yo, Lauren Hill. Yeah. Dude, Definitely. the miseducation of Lauren Hill was like, I think that was like the third hip hop album I listened to. And I listened to that like for two years straight. Yeah. Lauren Hill. Yeah. And she can sing. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I still have not seen Lauren Hill live. I need to see Lauren Hill live oh, before I die. <laughs> yeah, see you. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Going off that, <laughs> what would be your biggest dream collabs if you could have them right now or in the future? Uh, with SoundCloud artists or just anybody? Anybody. Anybody? Yeah. Ooh. SoundCloud. Include both SoundCloud and like mainstream. Because um, having a mix is always good. Okay, a dream collab for SoundCloud uh, would be Lido. Yo, definitely Lido. Oh, yeah, I can um, definitely see that. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Who else? There's so many. And um, this might be like shooting the gun, but Flume. Like, if that ever arises, bro, Cashmere Cat. Those are like three dream collabs. And just anybody is Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Yeah. Anybody else comes to mind? Or um, what you get on those answers for right now? Because, I mean, we could always add more later. Yeah, I think I'll go back to that. Because, okay. like, there's so many, man. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Feel it. Um, okay, my next question. Any hobbies not music-related that you'd like to share? Yeah. Um, I want to start picking up photography um i just love taking pictures just like of anything uh uh, i hope that doesn't sound weird but (laughs) (laughs) no i mean now that you said it like that (laughs) but uh that and i love playing basketball that's like yeah i'm guessing celtics fan oh yeah (laughs) i mean not a big fan of Gordon Hayward, but yeah, Celtics, bro. When's the last, like, have you gone to a game before? Yeah. When's the last game you went to? Um, yo, I went to, okay, the last game in Boston that I went to at the TD Garden, um, that was like 2013, and I think it had to be 2013, no, it had to be like, it was the year that the Celtics won the championship. Mm-hmm. And they were playing um, the Hornets, and I remember I got Chris Paul's autograph when he was like a rookie. Damn, and, yo, just <laughs> like I still have that on my wall. Yeah, <laughs> damn, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> that's awesome. Almost passed out. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, and he wrote something like, "Yo, believe in yourself," and I was like, "What?" Yo. <laughs> <laughs> but, exactly yeah. what you said. Did you shake his hand and everything? No. No? He just no. wrote on it? Yeah, he just wrote on it. Cost like a grand probably to shake his hand. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yo, it probably does. But, I mean, yo, he's with the Rockets now. Yeah, yeah. Damn. How do you feel about the Celtics recently? Um, I mean, it's been a weird change. It has. Yo, like, as soon as I got rid of the big three, I feel like it spiraled down. But, like, the season they had, they just had with Isaiah Thomas, like, they were number one in the Eastern Conference. They made the third round in the playoffs. Like, I feel like this year they're slated to be, I think they'll be final contenders. 
With Gordon Hayward, I didn't really like the pick, but I like their draft pick. And mm-hmm. Danny Ainge, I mean, people say, like, he's he's slacking, like, their GM, um, because he's, like, not making any big moves. But I feel like he has something in store. But, yeah, that's that's my two cents. <laughs> gotcha. Well, these fact points for sure. <laughs> as a... As you could tell, I'm in the barrier of the Warriors, but <laughs> before they were champions in this, in our generation, technically. Yeah, actually our generation. It's really weird to say. Yeah. Um, any other hobbies or like things you're really into? Because it'd be cool just to add now. If not, you just say it randomly at any time, to be honest. <laughs> um, but mainly basketball photography. That's pretty awesome, though. Yeah, especially to have a passion for those, and then wanting to get into photography. Do you have, do you use just your phone right now, or do you have an actual camera? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'm I want to save up. Well, I'm going to save up for like a good camera, but I just use my iPhone now. But even though like the the camera on the iPhone is pretty dope. Yeah, that's pretty good. I should clean mine because <laughs> I can't tell if it's like needs like it's dirty or my camera just like is messed up now is that the new version yeah this is 7 plus yeah. But, but yeah that camera goes ham yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like I'm unsure sometimes because the quality of the photos or maybe there's like sweat that just gets on there for a little bit I don't know <laughs> but yeah so you're just mainly using your phone and you have an iPhone as well right yeah yeah, yeah. okay that'd be cool because like I mean you live in Massachusetts you could do a lot of wilderness ones you better take some photos here while you're oh yeah time. I have yeah <laughs> good um but yeah okay I should ask you more about your trip here, to be honest. Uh, well, I'll go into that. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> um, let me ask you this, so then while I write that down, you can just think about this. This one's pretty, like, it might be easy to come to you or not. I don't know. What is one song you'd love to hear for the first time again? Oh. Yo. Okay. Man. One song I have to hear for the first time again. Yo. I mean, there's a lot of songs, but I want to say Gold Digger. <laughs> because, like, when that song was out and I was in school, like, yo, everyone was just, like, jamming to it. And I was just, I just remember myself being so happy. Yeah. I would love to listen to that again for the first time. <laughs> that was 2004, right? Yeah. That was a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Sometimes we forget Kanye's pretty old. Yeah. Um, but yeah, cool. Just one song. I'm not going to interview anymore. Okay. <laughs> Just one song that defines what you'd love to hear again. Because yeah, that that's definitely a good choice for sure. All right. This one, this is a new question I haven't asked anyone. If you could create anything, what would you make? And this doesn't have to be music related at all, but it can. And you can have multiple answers something you'd want to create yo this is something i've been thinking about <laughs> a lot um number one on my list would be to create my own um digital audio workstation Ooh. like yeah like i would love to do that um and specifically for for people who are deaf so they can make music and i don't know how that would happen but um that's something i definitely if i can't make it myself i would love to fund and start an organization for because, yeah, that's something I would love to do. Dude, like, that's exactly what Chance just got into recently. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. Like, like, he was doing the, um, uh, at his concerts, he has a sign mm-hmm. language. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm gonna make sure somehow, some way, you get in contact with Chance. <laughs> I mean, Brass Tracks did it, and you know Brass Tracks, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they produced No Problem, and they, they basically just started a conversation via a tweet. And that, like someone tweeted about Brass Tracks to Chance, and that's how they got in the loop, and that's how they got onto his latest album, Coloring Book. So yeah. anything can happen. It, just, exactly. Just gotta be optimistic and yeah. keep working at it. Yeah. But yeah, that's awesome. So yeah. digital audio works. Like these answers, I want to hear more about <laughs> because people need to like always be helping others. In my opinion, than yeah. just helping yourself and using music as a tool to do that would be awesome. Yeah. So. Anything else? You said that was number one. Do you have um, anything else in mind? Like my own clothesline? <laughs> what would you call it? Just a fellow? I don't know what I would call it. Like, uh, I don't know, swaggy? Something. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of like clothing line, would you want to like collab with certain brands or would you mean just focus on your own brand? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, uh, Nike. Nike? Yeah. Nike. Yeah. Um, anything else that you would love to create? If you had all the resources right now to do it. If I had all the resources. Um, a cure for cancer. No, just <laughs> Okay. <laughs> all right, no. No, but like, uh, man, if you could do that right now. <laughs> um, I, th- I think that's all I can come up with. Uh, yeah. Those are like top two. Gotcha. That's dope. Um, okay. Next question. Any empowering stories you've experienced that you'd like to share that you think back on and inspire you? Empowering stories. It could be even like a movie, a book, music. It doesn't have to be something that you've personally like physically experienced yourself, but something that you might have learned that could be secondhand. I would say, uh, and this is like just me going to college, um, what I've learned uh, that I think really has had an impact on my life is that I don't want to be like a motivational speaker. <laughs> but like, I mean, you can. Like what I've, what I've learned, like with anything, it doesn't matter like what you have, it's how you use it. And I say that because like when I was going to college and I had an opportunity to go to like a bigger school and I opted out and decided to go to a smaller school, um, I feel like I wouldn't have benefited as much as if I went to a school with more resources because it's like, it's not like you could have all these things and it could be handed on to you like on a silver plate, but if you aren't using it and if you aren't taking advantage um, of the things that you have, like, and it's like, it's not gonna, it's, uh, what am I trying to say? It's not gonna like, I, it's not gonna work. Basically, it's like for music, like, for example, for music, you could have like all uh, like the up to date software. You can have like all the VSTs, all the six samples. But if you aren't using it, like, like, it, like if you aren't using it right, it's got to come out wrong. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's basically like and that's something I've been thinking about a lot, um, like with my education. Um, and with my music as well. Damn. Okay. See you. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, debating which question I ask first, I wrote it down like this, but I'll ask another deep one and then go to some more casual again and then back to like the final ones because we're pretty much almost done, which is pretty cool. Uh, I don't know how long we've been going, <laughs> to be honest. Um, how long have we been? Is there is a timer. I think like... I think like 20 minutes. No, there's no... Like 30, 40. (laughs) Okay. Um, Should definitely check if it's good. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, okay. So, my next question then. This one's a deep one. Okay. Well, depends. It could be casual. Sometimes people answer casually. If you had 24 hours left to live, what would you do with that time? Man, if I had 24 hours to live... One thing that I would definitely want to check off the list is um, to forgive the people that hurt me uh, or anything or people that I haven't forgiven yet because that's something I don't want to carry into the grave, <laughs> like is that anger. And um, yeah, I would just get in contact with them and say like, yo, I forgive you. And uh, another thing, I would definitely just be with my family. And I would want to, if I knew I was going to die, I don't want to be with people I know have my best interest and um, that I know love me. So, yeah, but I'd be with my parents, my sister, my dog, you know, and that's it. <laughs> gotcha. It's a genuine answer. I don't have to add any more to that. <laughs> okay, now back to something more, a little more cheery. I mean, that could be cheery too, but not like the time span <laughs> in terms of like doing what you're doing. Yes. <laughs> um, what have you seen so far in the Bay Area? And what have you liked, exactly? <laughs> okay, I like the food. Um, well... <laughs> okay, um, yeah, I like the pizza. We went to this place called Pizza of My Heart. Oh, you don't have any there? No. In Massachusetts? No. Oh, wow. No. Huh. Yo, it was, like, good. Um, I had, like, this deep dish pizza, which was really good. Um, you took me to this, like, uh, deli place, and they had this sandwich with, uh, I think it was, like, 
roast beef, bacon, like barbecue sauce, mayonnaise, and like some spicy thing in it. Yo, that went hard. <laughs> Yo, so like the food, I love the food. And I mean, in this area, the atmosphere, I don't know, it just seems like upbeat to me. Um, well, compared to where I'm from. <laughs> but uh, I like the mountains. Yeah. I like how you can just like, in certain areas, you just look ahead and you'll see a, a mountain. Like, yo. <laughs> yeah, I think that's cool. And then, in terms of like, this won't be going up at the t- during the time of you exploring the Bay Area. Um, but what is on the agenda next? Because you leave here the seventeenth, so. Yo, well, I mean, well, like tomorrow, uh, UV's gonna take me to San Francisco, um, and. For me, I want to make a lot of music with, like, Dilip, Yugi. Um, but, you know, even if... Man, even if we don't make a lot of music, like, I just want to hang out. But, yeah, music. Music, music. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, cool. I'll definitely ask you that again, like, offline about your entire experience once you're back, for sure. Okay. And then you also need to figure out when you're visiting again. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah. Man, I've exhausted a lot of questions. Like, I think this is the most I've had, like, questions. Yo. Like, look, at, look at this shit. I'm just scrolling through my phone. Yo. That's, that's not even detailed notes right there. That's just, like, scratch notes. <laughs> um, okay. So, my two last questions. What can we look forward to next from Othello? And then any future collaborations that you're working on that you want to like announce right now or want to hint at um what's next for me is well i will say i'm working on like an ep um that i'm gonna post on my main account and then i'm also working on a side project which is gonna be like just me singing um that's gonna be through another alias uh that you don't have yet or well, I have it yet, but I don't want to say it yet. Okay, okay I'll just say it. Is it <laughs> uh, it's going to be uh, titled at me. So it's like the at symbol and then me. But yeah, I mean, that's something I always wanted to do because like um, like with the collaborations with Lil Dork, um, I don't know. I just feel like it's a great way to express like just singing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I want to do that. But definitely I'm working on an EP. It's got to be gospel music, like hardcore gospel. And I'm experimenting a lot. That's why it's taking so long because I don't know, like, if it's good or not. But, like, <laughs> um, yeah. And then collabs. Um, I mean, I'm working on things. Uh, like, nothing. I don't think anything's, like, to a point where it's set in stone. But, um, yeah, so I don't know if I can say much on collabs. But mm-hmm. That's totally fine. As long as we know you're working on stuff, like everyone's reassured. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Anything else in terms of just look, something to look forward to from you that comes to mind? If not, it's totally fine. Because, like, you already shared. You're making EP. Do you have a title yet? Or, like, do you have any tracks you've made on this EP? Um, so, I have, like, five skeletons. Mm-hmm. Um, no names yet. But I know, like, I want it to be good enough where I could just, like... Because I'm going to put it on Spotify and, like, Apple Music. Um, yeah, nothing really. No names yet. Do you have an Apple Music account already? Like, I have I have an Apple account. I know, like, some of my songs... I know one of my songs is on Apple Music. But I haven't, like, made an account where I can go in there and, like, manage stuff. Gotcha. Okay. And then I'm guessing on the EP, you're going to aim for, like, four to six tracks? Four or five, yeah. Gotcha. All right. Then my last, final question. Any final thoughts for this interview? Yo, I just... Well, what I'm thinking right now is just, like, I'm really thankful uh, that people listen to my music. Um, I'm really thankful that I'm able to like play shows and that I'm able to meet all these other talented people because it's really inspiring and I will say something that I'm learning and something that I'm wrestling with right now 
um, just like growing is um, learning how to work hard, but also learning how to take a step back and just, um, you could, because there's such thing as like working too hard. Like if you're in a gym and you're lifting weights every single day, um, you're like doing arm day, you could injure yourself. So I'm learning to like take a step back, just like not really put too much pressure on myself. Um, but like to work hard at the same time. And it's, it's hard to like level those two things. It, but uh, also like, I don't know. This is, I'm just going to say what's going through my head. Yeah, like, go right ahead. Um, okay. SoundCloud, like it's amazing. And with all these articles seeing about like how SoundCloud is, you know, you don't know like what the future is going to look like. I will say like, there's more to music than SoundCloud because even if SoundCloud is gone, like people are still going to make music and we're still going to find out another way to like, like, I feel like, I don't know. I don't, that's just something that's been going through my head because yeah. like I, I used to spend so much time just like surfing through SoundCloud and like listening to music and um, just like trying to find the new style. But like I could have spent that time going outside or like hanging out with people or like being with my family and just actually like living life. And I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's the best way to get inspired than like just trolling SoundCloud. But that's like, I don't want to sound harsh or anything. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to be like, cause I don't know. That's, that's, that's just what's going through my mind. But yeah, that's it. Cool. Awesome. And then we'll definitely keep in touch in regards to, like, upcoming releases when that happens and everything. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I can say, like, before the EP, I'll, I'll definitely release, like, a single or something mm-hmm. before that. Gotcha. I'm really excited. Because you, have you, you've not dropped an EP before, right? I have, actually. Really? Okay. Uh, yeah, it was called Say Your Prayers, Volume 1. <laughs> <laughs> what? I know it's a corny name. But no, like, but it's still, I did not expect a Volume 1 at the end. Yeah, you said Say Your volume Prayers. Volume 1. Because, you know, Volume 2 finna drop. <laughs> no, but like, uh, yeah, it had um, Free From These Chains on it. which is Oh, the really? Sing- yeah, okay. which is the only single that I kept on my main account. Um, but, yeah, that's on Bandcamp. Yeah. And Bandcamp as an Othello of Bandcamp. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Learning a lot here. <laughs> yeah, that was last year. Wow. I think in June. I dropped it, yeah. I feel like you can drop a lot in June <laughs> consistently. <laughs> I mean, it's summer, so it makes sense. But, um, okay, yeah. All right. That will do it for our interview here at Yugi Boy's house. Hey. Still doing homework over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Can't wait to put this up. Thanks, Othello, for flying all the way from Massachusetts just for this interview. No, we did not. Um, But yeah. All right. We're going to sign out. Okay. Othello. Othello. Othello.